Wow, what a great podcast, right? Want to hear more about what we're doing on a weekly basis on different forums, different platforms? How about you go to social media? How about you go to Twitter? How about you go to Instagram and follow us at WCDBPod, WCDBPod, and find out what we're up to. On this week's episode, Daniel doesn't sleep anymore. I'll tell you why Michael Jordan is overrated and where did Pat Riley come from? This is a We Can Do Better podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 24. Uh, This is our second take. Uh, The first take to this podcast. You're never going to listen to it. Uh, It was awful. It was terrible. Um, And you know what? Uh, I talked to Thomas. Thomas talked to me. We said, we're going to start this thing all over. You guys deserve better. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, We got to catch up. Uh, Daniel and I, we haven't really seen each other in the last five days. The reason being... That Daniel was in Miami. Um, I was, you know, I got pretty bored here. Yeah. Um, I Thomas was out in Chicago, and so I had um, a week to myself. So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna take a weekend too, and I'm just gonna go home. I was like, Daniel, that's not really a good reason to go home just because I left town. You know, and I was like, mean- yeah, no, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go home. So, yeah, no, I decided you were gonna go to Miami. I was gonna go to Miami. So then I decided, you know got to do some things to occupy myself over the weekend that don't include playing ping pong with Daniel uh, late at <laughs> night. So, you know what? I did a few things. What'd you do? Tell me. Uh, you know, I covered the women's basketball game on Thursday, Daniel. And I've never covered a women's basketball... I had never covered a women's basketball game at FSU. Really? Yeah. It, it was it was interesting because, you know, this game starts at 7 o'clock. I get there, and I look up to the student section, and it might as well not exist because... <laughs> Daniel, there were probably ten students at this game. You're kidding me. Yeah. Who did we play? Who like we were we were playing Syracuse and it was our last home game on what would have been senior night. Really? Yeah. But, but we there are no seniors on our team. But anyway, <laughs> that doesn't matter. The the we we gave up forty four points to Syracuse's best player and we lost that game. So what do I do the next day? The next day is a uh, Friday, right? Friday. I didn't I didn't cover anything, okay? I All didn't. Right. I just, Friday, Friday was good. I didn't decide to. You know what? Nothing happened. It was Shabbat. Exactly. Shabbat Shalom. Yep. Uh, Saturday, I go to FSU versus NC State College Basketball with our good friend, Todd Malgard, the only guest host on this podcast to date. Um, that might change in the future. Hint, hint. Um, that was a great experience. Uh, what did I do after that? You know, it was a very uneventful weekend, to say to say the least, Daniel. Not that much happened for me. Not that much. But I will say, probably the highlight of you being gone was just that you know, I didn't have to see your face. Up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I got to talk to my favorite professor on Friday. Um, this man's name is Mark Ziegler. And you, you, yeah, well, you've definitely heard me talking about this guy. I mean, he's so, he's such a big name here in Tallahassee. I don't even have Mark Ziegler. You know that, you know that sculpture outside Doe Campbell Stadium? Yeah. Mark Ziegler. That's Mark Ziegler. No, <laughs> yeah, no, he's such a big name here at FSU. I don't even have him, but I follow him on, on Twitter anyways. He He's such a force to be reckoned. Like, everybody loves him. Everybody knows about him. The man has, like, 7,000 followers on Twitter, 
Uh, he starts off a class last week saying, guys, you know, I saw this offensive post by the football team on Twitter, so I called the athletic director, and it was deleted three minutes ago. That's insane. The power he yields, incredible, is something that we strive for. Um, you know, you want to be Mark Ziegler. You know, yeah. you want to become a powerful influencer at such a prestigious institution, Daniel. Um, and then on Sunday, I got to go to the baseball game with my with my good old pal Chase. Yeah. And you know, we pretty much spent the whole game talking about study abroad because he did his full um, first year abroad at FSU. He's a second year now. Um, and you know, FSU has this thing that if you're an out of state student, you get to get in state tuition if you do your first year abroad. Interesting. So you decided to, you know, you know, to take a you know a quick skip and a hop across the pond. Uh, <laughs> that is the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ended up at London Town. Uh, after that, you know, he went to Valencia, in the on the Mediterranean, in Spain, and he spent. A good year abroad and so yeah he was just telling me about all his experiences because as you know i'm going to valencia um i've talked about that um it was great you know i learned a lot of things i learned a lot of do's and don'ts and i learned that daniel i'm gonna have a good time i'm yeah. going to have a good time in valencia but you know enough about that i know you had a good time in miami i did i did it's miami um as you know it gets kind of cold up here in tallahassee we are in Florida, but... It's it's literally 55 degrees outside. Relax. It, okay, well, at times it gets, uh, you know, pretty... pretty it gets, oh, it got to 30 degrees. Wow. Okay, well, when you're from Miami, that's a big jump, buddy. So That is true. The The way I came down to Miami was quite a turn of events. I left Thursday night, right? I left at 7 o'clock. I drove... Bad move. Bad move. 7 o'clock at night. Took, I got home at about 3... In the morning, but you know what? After that, I was with the family. You know, family time. Ate a lot of food. Yeah. Ate a ton of food, and it was great. I mean, I went to I went to a restaurant, and um, what restaurant? You get it. Uh, I went to um, Taco Craft right across Shake um, uh, Rock Burger. Pretty good. Guess who? Guess South who walked? Miami. Kinda around there. Guess who walked right behind me? Who? Juwan Howard. What? Yeah, that's such a random shout out. I know. Shout out to Juwan Howard. Um, <laughs> that should that should be the title for this podcast. All right, cool. That's it. Shout out to Juwan Howard, I guess. Um, yeah, no, it was really cool because literally, were, were you starstruck? No, I was, honestly, I really wasn't. <laughs> I mean, if you were starstruck by Juwan Howard, you'd have some problems. Yeah, honestly, I was like, whoa, Fab Five. Um, <laughs> no, Jarvis Fernando. What? I was like. I was like, wow. I was like, that's Juwan Howard. Joel Anthony. Jo- the, warden the warden is warden. in the building. I was like, Dad, oh my God, it's the, it's warden. the warden. It's the warden. But I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Grew up in Miami all his life. He's Rodney McGruder. He's Rodney McGruder, Dad. <laughs> um, okay, carry on, yeah, carry on. Um, By the way, I want to make a note. Daniel has not slept really in the last 48 hours. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So and that's, that's the reason why we restarted this podcast after getting more than 20 minutes in. <laughs> so... Basically, Miami ate a lot of food, hung out with my family a lot, and um, the plane was to leave Sunday afternoon, but uh, I pushed my friends to leave Monday morning. I was thinking maybe like 6.30, something like that, Um, but then uh, we ended up leaving at 5 a.m. Why? 
Because I don't know. I guess I had a class at three thirty. Wanted to make sure. Wanted to get there. Just get here. You know. You know, I mean? it only takes you six and a half hours. It doesn't take you ten. I know. I know. But I don't know why I was fine with it. I was like, the earlier the better. Oh yeah, five o'clock. Oh, no big deal. No big deal. Five a.m. And you know, obviously, whenever you got plans to wake up early, you don't go to bed until like an hour after. An hour so, before. An hour before. This is why I'm so tired, guys. It would. I physically be impossible to, to yeah wake up afterwards you okay I plan to wake up at a 3.30 or so leave my house around 4.30 I fell asleep around 2 Break. right classic classic I'm about an hour and a half asleep I've been up since about 3.30 left at 5 I've been in a car for 7 hours I'm exhausted I'm running on about an hour and a half of sleep and I'm also, guess what? What? I'm I'm getting over flu-like symptoms. I'm I don't know. I'm always sick. Where's the day? I I don't know. I don't know what's going on. My feeling, knees are You feeling better now? I'm feeling a bit better now, yeah. I took a We haven't of talked about your health in a while. I know. It's kinda shocking. But it's really I think I think it's more because it's just plateaued. I think when you listen to this podcast <laughs> you expect for my health to be dwindling. Um and that's where I am. I'm exhausted. Um, but it's good to be back. I mean, you know, some great people have performed at the top with flu-like symptoms. They've performed at the top of their craft with flu-like symptoms. So there's no reason why you can't, you know, go into this podcast and you know, put together the best performance of your like, fledging career. Yeah, like a, like an MJ flu game yeah, type of game. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I, I don't even know why I brought him up, honestly. Because, you know, I'm just pissed off at him. You're pissed at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, what has he done? What he's he overrated. Done? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes. Michael Jordan's overrated, man. I told, or I told you. All right, so I texted Daniel. Um, I believe it was on Sunday after I asked him when he was getting back here. Yeah. As I was watching VJ sing, you know, <laughs> cook it up in the Honda Classic. Oh my! God. Shout out to VJ Singh. Shout out to VJ Singh, but sir, you gotta, you gotta put some more oomph in your putts. You're leaving him short every time. Or were you watching? <laughs> yeah, I was like watching the Honda Classic. <laughs> he, you he, saw that putt on 17, though. He gave himself a chance. He did. And then he, he did. lays up on 18 for no. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Why am I talking about VJ Singh? I don't know. If you. <laughs> if you told me last week that I would be talking about VJ Singh during this podcast, I would say go to hell. <laughs> but anyway, Michael Jordan, overrated. Um, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you yeah, why I, I think he's overrated. Because I'm just saying, oh, Michael Jordan, overrated. Give me a break. Please. I'm, this is more than a Stu Gatz argument if you're a fan of the Dan Lombard show. Michael Jordan, I think that he's overrated because I think that, you know, Marketing, I think that his brand, I think that the Jordan brand and, you know, the oversaturation of watching his Gatorade commercials, his Nike commercials, seeing him everywhere, people be wanting to be like Mike makes people revere him in this sort of God status in a way that, you know, makes him considered the greatest of all time. When in fact, I don't think that his stats are much better than a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, <coughs> I don't think that, you know, I think that it's unfair that the Bill Russells of the world that the Wilt Chamberlains of the world aren't considered in that conversation. It's all you you bring. There, there's such fair points, but it's he's so, greatest of a time, not all time. He's greatest of a time, and he's greatest of position. Like, let's be honest. So, do, do you think he's greatest of all time? Do I think he's greatest of all time? I you can't answer that. If you have to pin, if you if you put a gun to my head and you said, "Is Michael Jordan the greatest of all time?" I, I there's finger guns to my head. Yeah. Yeah, he, I think he is. 
I mean, how do you count out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, Michael Jordan had a post game. He had a jump shot, kind of, you know. He could jump. He could fly, right? He won a slam dunk contest, jumping the free throw line. Are you kidding me? Never been to a game. He's just cold-blooded. And how much do you know about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's career? Not a whole lot, but I know he's good enough to be one of the top five players of all time. You know that he ha- that he had one of the or that he scored some of the most points of all time you know that he's won five championships more than that you don't really know that much and that's because michael jordan's career has been publicized so much more because he played in the 90s because he played in a time where nba basketball you know it's highest no not as high as i think right now it's at its highest if you want to talk about you well, know interest yeah for sure but you know he played at a time where you know, it be it where the sport gained a new level of importance, and you know the social, you know stratification levels of sports. You know now today, if you were to say that the, that Major League Baseball is a more popular sport than NBA, than the NBA, you would be considered crazy, insane. More than twenty years ago, Major League Baseball was arguably the most popular sport in America. It was like America's sport. So I mean, how did we get to this? We, we got to this point because of Michael Jordan in part. And that's why he's considered the greatest of all time. He's considered the greatest. If you want to talk about, you know, contribution to the sport, making it as popular as it is now, I would argue Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the greatest of all time. If you want to talk about a player, if you want to talk about, you know, how good you are on court, I would take Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So you're, the argument, the argument is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar... Or Michael Jordan? Yes. I mean, no. I'm saying that's the one player that I'm saying could be could and that he's enter. not. Yeah, he's not getting enough. Com- he's not getting enough. Um, you know, he's not Credit. in the conversation enough. And and I say that in part because he had such a long career. He played something like 19, 20 years, and at the end of it, he was competing. You know, at the highest of levels, uh, he was winning championships toward the end of his career. And I know Michael Jordan did that too. But, you know, he played in different eras. And he was able to adapt to those eras. I just think... I think it's... I think it's insane that somebody can retire from a league. And I understand Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is probably the best center, the best big man of all time. I mean... That's if you don't talk about Bill Russell or Will Chamberlain. I mean, Bill Russell... Bill Russell has enough rings for all of his fingers and his toe. Yeah. I mean... Michael Jordan isn't the greatest winner of all time. He's not the Bill, greatest Bill winner Russell of all time. It's, it's Bill Russell, right? But I think... Who, and who has who has the second most rings? Because if you want to go by that conversation, then I guess Robert or Corey. Exactly. Or so you, can't, you can't count he has championships. Seven rings, I believe. But you count... What you do is you count the quality of the championships. You count the teams that you... Like, the teams that you played on, the teams that you played... Right. Right. Who did Who did Michael Jordan play? I mean, I don't know. I don't remember all the. He played. He played. Who did he play? Okay, oh, yeah. great. The first year he played a very old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Or no, no, I don't even know Kareem. Was he still in the league in 1991? He played Magic Johnson in the Lakers. They won that one easily. Who did he play next? He played the Trailblazers. He played. He played Stockton and Malone twice, and they played the Suns. I, I believe that's it. And you know what? I just it just doesn't sway me it, it doesn't you know I don't see that and think man this guy really he really dominated at a level unlike any other that I've seen I think it's I think it's more than just dominate I think it's he never went to a game seven and I think that's a point that you need you need to be when, when he went to okay. a game seven before the finals though 
but he, it's it's the finals that's the biggest stage you're not gonna let that happen i think people always say oh that's always an argument but of course it is because it's such a big deal i mean the warriors blew a three to one lead to a lebron to lebron james when he had kyrie irving it's the warriors i think that's what you where you can call them i think the argument is kareem abdul jabbar michael jordan and LeBron James, but you can't pick a greatest player of all time because they're all different. And that's what I'm trying to say. Do I? Do I think? And I'm sorry. I'm starting to believe that. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know if LeBron is also overrated because of that reason too. I mean, because I don't. Because if we want to go by the rings thing, he only has three. But that's that's where you that's where you can't. LeBron James, you have to look at the record and what they did in. In a season, in a postseason, I think LeBron you know James. I think LeBron James is the best athlete of all time. He's the best athlete to ever play in the NBA. He's one of the best athletes of all time in any sport. I think if you gave that man any type of ball, he would dominate. You know what? Let's move on. This isn't the most creative conversation. If literally just go to like go on ESPN and watch Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman argue this every Wednesday. This is what they do every single day. And the reason I want to include this in the in the podcast is because you know i want to go at it from a different angle um but i can see how it could be boring because you've seen this, you could, you've seen this thousands of times before you know what i could see thousands of times though what Dwayne wade's game-winning shot versus the mighty golden state warriors that was a sight to see that was in, that was in, we were we were yelling we were watching it here on our tv and jenny murphy the night before i left we were yelling I mean, it was probably the best. It was it was the best game winner I've seen all year. It's the best shot I've seen all year. Um, that's that's in his highlight reel for sure. Yeah, of all the time. end of his career. And it's funny because you know he got the braids. Yeah, last like, week he got he... the new haircut, and now that's gonna make it into the all-time career highlight video. That's up there with the Chicago game winner. That's up there with so many great moments. I mean, I can't think the playoff floater against the Hornets. There's just so many great moments. This is a guy who, talking about Michael Jordan, he was at a Michael Jordan level, potentially greater in the 2006 finals. I mean, give that man a jump shot. And give him foul calls. Yeah. And <laughs> and you're... You're going to lose. You're going to lose, like, without a doubt. Um, especially in 06, he dragged that team. No, but, but back to back to the Warriors game, he balled out. He's 37 years old. You know, he's had issues with his knees. He's had multiple injuries and you know he's still playing 25 minutes plus he's still the most talented player on the heat and i don't know if that's a good thing for the heat honestly but i i don't think it i don't think it is but, but just think, the just the fact that he is that best player it's ridiculous he's 37 years old like it's insane and talking about the playoffs i think we're making it i think we're making it at this point i think it's gonna be tough but we have to win games yeah pat riley um I don't understand this because Pat Riley, you know, if you if you followed the Heat for years, Pat Riley, the team president, winner of I believe eight NBA championships with the Lakers, with the Heat, uh, yeah, Pat Riley, you know, he usually doesn't talk that much in the press. Within the last month, he's probably talked more than he has in the com- in the combined eight years before, probably more than that. It's yeah, I mean, I think he's also doing it. To give this heat some some more momentum, we're not. I don't think we're the same Miami Heat that well, we were. I'll, t- I'll tell you why I think he's saying. I, uh, season tickets need to be sold for next year. <laughs> yeah, 
uh people need to be given a reason to support this team and pat riley going out there and saying you know i think we're gonna win we're gonna make it to the playoffs and that's why i brought him up because he Dan, daniel was talking about the playoffs pat riley said at a heat event of i believe their family fest he said earlier this week he said we're gonna make the playoffs and listen more power to you pat um i don't know if it's gonna happen i don't know if it's the best thing for the team but i would be excited yeah i'd be thrilled I just want one more big playoff moment from Wade, you know? And he had this shirt that came out a few weeks ago that had, you know, the Wade farewell tour. It had all the big moments of his career. And I want new shirts that have moments, you know, that have the Golden State shot, that have, you know, what he does in this playoff, potential playoff series that he gets. Yeah, and honestly, I know it's kind of crazy to say this, and I know it's only the regular season, but seeing what we did against Golden State, how we almost beat them at home. Come on. I, I'm just saying, I think if you have to deal with a Giannis Antetokounmpo who doesn't have a jump shot, I, I think even if we did play... What are you, tra- I think, what are you I, trying to say? I think, we, I think we, could, we could do some damage in the playoffs. All right, I think you need to get some sleep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you know, another team that can do some damage and that I'm also skeptical about, Florida State Seminoles, Daniel. Uh, spring practice started today. I don't know how exciting that is for you, considering that we had our worst season in over 40 years last year, but it is definitely a big day. I think it's exciting for the reason that we have a new quarterback. Uh, We have a new offensive coordinator. Um, There's a lot going on. James Blackman is coming out, and from what we saw when he played— It's a new hope. It's It's a a new hope, and uh, you know, as it goes in the Star Wars movie, Obi-Wan Kenobi is my only hope. James James Blackman. Blackman— You're my only hope because you're literally our only scholarship quarterback. Literally, we don't have anybody else, so please ball out. Um, I want to make I want to make a public announcement, please. If you're a quarterback and you play college football, (laughs) come to Florida State, please. We're a good program, you know. We're on the come up, maybe. I don't know, but why does it matter? You get a great education, uh, you know, great facilities. Just come play here. And you know, I will, actually, you know what? I, and I want to end this <coughs> podcast by talking about the facilities because honestly, who cares about FSU football right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's, it's March. Spring. Yeah, it's March. Nobody, nobody cares. You guys don't care about this. Um, we went, we went here earlier today, and I wanted to bring it up. The fig, yeah, the athlete signing hall. Let's talk FSU, about it. It's definitely a better conversation than FSU football because we went, we went there today. Uh, you, you had to get somewhere today. I did, I did. I had to go to work a shift um for uh, club done under but i had to eat first yeah and it's right next to it's it is in the stadium the fig yeah. the fig if you guys don't know it's a diamond in the rough um you have swanee <laughs> you have Seminole cafe but you have the fig and it is for the athletes it is where the athletes eat it's quality food and, and it's by far it's by far the best place to eat on campus absolutely I mean, you go to Suwannee and then you go there and you think, are we even in the same place? Because at Suwannee, you know, you get the same thing. They ha- they have a menu pretty much that they know, just rotates over two weeks, pretty much. And you go, but you go to you go to the Fig and they had um, they had amazing they had amazing green beans, broccoli. I'll put, I'll put it like this: you walk into Suwannee, or I should say, you walk out of Suwannee. You know, you don't walk out. You know, usually very upbeat. You just go, oh, great, I ate. 
I'm yeah. satisfied. There's you, food in my stomach. You walk out of the fig thinking that you could achieve all your dreams. Yeah. You walk out of the fig thinking that, you know, you could tackle, you know, whatever it may be that you have to face, whether it be, uh, you know, a big exam coming up or if you're a football player, you know, an opponent. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to tackle an opponent. It's it's fuel. It's jet fuel. Yeah. I mean, the food that we had there today, we had just great rice and chicken. And oh, and the pork. Oh. Yeah, they had pork also. So good. And it's a very simple meal that we had, but they just cooked it so well. And, you know, it was much better than anything else on campus. Um, so we'll definitely be back. And, you know, it doesn't really get much better for FSC Dining. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be back. But on that note, I'm going to Sony. I'll see you guys later.